Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. So, I want to make something right. In 2019, I did a podcast on Sean Roden. I feel very bad for doing that podcast. I think because, you know, I was in the Phil Heath camp. It was like, okay, he beat Phil, whatever. But let's admit it. He had a better body that year than Phil. And uh, Sean Roden died today at the age of 46. And that lifestyle of bodybuilding and pumping iron. I've, I've talked about pumping iron. The documentary on here many, many times. In fact, Arnold had to have heart surgery, you know, because also he was born with a defect and, well, taking steroids kind of furthered that. Um, and so, but I wanted to pay tribute to Sean Roden, who, um, you know, he had a family. He had kids, he had friends, lovers, etc. And so I just wanted to say that and um, wherever he is to hope that he has, you know, he he rests well. Um, It's shocking. It's shocking. And I was talking to many who we, we, well, not, you know, those who who watch bodybuilding. Bodybuilding is probably the only sport that I really give a shit about. All the others, eh. I mean, track and field, I love the Olympic sports, but I'm not a football fan. I'm not a golf fan. I'm not a basketball fan. But when it comes to the Mr. Olympia, oh, yeah, I know all about it. It's fascinating to me that you can do that with your body. And so that's just what I wanted to say tonight before we dive into a film. So Sean Roden, rest in peace. And we'll be back. Dr. Seuss Film Podcast coming up. Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Film Noir, Noir November. November is such a interesting month, but it's Noir. Just like last year I did Documentary December, I think I'm going to do something different because I don't always like to do the same thing. And then I'm aware that in a couple of days, it is Ennio Morricone Day, celebrating Maestro, the, the, the man who scores... I, I've often said this, and I don't think he would like that I said this, that I consider Ennio Morricone a rock star when it comes to his film scores. So, but tonight, I thought, you know, let's just talk about film noir as a whole. Because you've got films like Double Indemnity, and then you've got Sorry, Wrong Number, The Maltese Falcon. These, these films that deal with murder and mystery and intrigue. The Big Sleep. The Big Sleep... I've talked about this before. There are many people who don't think that The Big Sleep is a film noir. I think it is. I think it also has to do with the the plot. Um, there's a 1945 version and then there's a 1946 version. Howard Hawks, whether you like it or not, Eddie Mueller. <laughs> Howard Hawks was a genius. He had his issues like everyone else. But in terms of the film and he knew what to do by making the big sleep the way it was. Yeah. And and same for to have it to have not. Howard Hawks, I mean, come on. Without Howard Hawks, you don't have Bogart and Bacall. 
you have Bogart, but you don't have Bacall. And that was such a smart move on his part. And Lauren Bacall is synonymous with film noir. So much so that they did like a, a cartoon parody of her. Of The Big Sleep. I, I, am, I, I absolutely loved her. She had the voice. She had the charisma. She had the sensuality. She had the sexuality. There was something very intense and intriguing about Lauren Bacall. And I am I am such a, a fan of hers. And that's the other thing we don't talk a lot about are the women in film noir. The women, Barbara Stanwyck, Lauren Bacall, Kim Novak. Oh, my God. Come on. Come on. What's the other one? Um, I forget her name. She won an Oscar for... Uh, was it The Heat? But uh, Was it... Not Barbara Graham. Was it Barbara Graham? Probably. But these women, these women... And then and then Ida Lupino. Ida Lupino, who became a director. She directed film noirs. So th- there's something to be said about that. There were not a lot of female directors back then. And Ida, uh, Ida, Lup- Ida Lupino... I hope I'm saying her right, name right. If I'm saying it wrong... I'm going to go back and I'm going to edit. I mean, what a, what an intense filmography. You know what I mean? What I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to put a pin in this part and then we're going to come back. I'm going to make sure I said it right. We'll be back. Dr. Zeus Film Podcast commercial break. And so we're back, Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. It was Ida Lupino. Brilliant director, independent Maverick. Those were the days. And and at the same time, women were not directing. Ida Lupino was. And it wasn't so much by design. It was by necessity. Because she knew how to get her shit together. She knew how to get her shit together. Um, and she was in a, I don't know if she directed any noirs. I know that she was in a lot of noir films. Now, the one noir film that I love because there's so much mystery behind it, and that's Gilda. You've got Glenn Ford, you've got the Evervescent. The, oh my God, she, as Peter Fonda said, she just falls into your eyes. And that's Rita Hayworth. Now, Rita Hayworth, her real name was Margarita Concina. And she was Hispanic. And, but she changed her name to Rita Hayworth. Because even back then, Anthony Quinn will tell you, if you were Latino, if you were Asian, if you were black, in Hollywood, Hollywood would typecast you. They were not giving you the lead roles. So they knew, okay, Anthony Quinn, it, well, it, he was from Chihuahua, Mexico. But with a name like Quinn, well, that wasn't his full name. So Margarita Concina became Rita Hayworth. I say that because that was my grandmother's name, Margarita. So I take pride in knowing, ah, one of the beauties of cinema 
was Latina. Margarita Concina. Rita Hayworth. Red hair. Now, some people would be like, oh, there's no red hair in Mexico. Are you kidding me? Mexico, there is a palette of different hair colors, of different eye colors. Not everyone has brown hair and brown eyes. Or in my case, black hair and brown eyes. Yeah, it is a mixture. Supposedly, and I, I will go off a page here and talk about my, my family line. Supposedly, I never met my great-grandmother. My grandmother's mother was blonde-haired and blue-eyed. And we said, well, maybe she was French. And she said, I don't like. She's not French. That's how my grandmother was. My grandmother was a tough cookie. <laughs> she was from San Cuarto. I can't even say it. She was from Mexico. But she loved the American actors. She loved her American singers. She loved Frank Sinatra. But at the same time, she loved her Mexican soaps. She loved the Mexican soap operas. And the Mexican soap operas are steamy. Now, there is that stereotype, the Latin lover, okay? That we can go all night long. In some aspects, it's not a stereotype. Or that they are not, you know, the va-va-voom, you know what I mean? Charro! Remember Charro? Yeah. No. But Rita Hayworth... Oh, God. She was in so many film noirs. She was in one directed by her then-husband, Orson Welles. The Lady from Shanghai. That is such a creepy film. And the way that Orson Welles shot it... You know, hey, when you're married to Rita Hayworth... And you're Orson Welles. You can have whatever you want. And he did. He did. And Orson Welles' story. I was talking about this today. Uh, We were talking about the War of the Worlds. And Orson Welles himself did. I mean, you want to talk about noir? There is noir aspects to Citizen Kane. Rosebud. Come on. Come on. There's that other one where he's like a Nazi in hiding in in Massachusetts. I forget what it's called. With Edward G. Robinson. Edward G. Robinson, who was also in a lot of film noirs. Double indemnity. Remember he says, oh, that little man inside of me. His conscience, his instinct. That's what he's talking about. These characters, these actors. Film noir is such a powerful stroke of palette and film and you know and mystery and intrigue there was a french film that they tried to remake in the 90s called la, la dabalique with simone segret which has noir aspects that was the thing about film uh, the the term la noir film noir was from france okay the mystery, the black and white, smoke, the silk screen. It it's it's everything. It's it's there. And so I wish I could dive more into it. Even even the modern films. 20 years ago, I've never seen the film. Maybe I should. As an assignment for the Dr. Zeus film podcast. I've never seen Mulholland Drive. Mulholland Drive had noir aspects to it. As did 
LA Confidential, as did The Usual Suspects. These are modern day films. Or The New War, uh, Sin City, Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino is not just a filmmaker, he is a forever film student. There is New War in his films, there is everything in his films. There is, I mean, action, lights, camera, and action. The motion picture arts and sciences. And at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, I regard that very high. There is always noir in film. Always. Whether it's a comedy, whether it's it's there. As always, unpleasant dreams. <laughs>